Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T5K, this is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. What is up, thickies, thickums, thickers, thick kids, thick adults? What is happening? It is Monday morning, December 27th on this chilly brisk la morning i'll give you guys a little update on the weather out here that nobody cares about this is officially the last below the belt ever ever if you missed the past uh few episodes below the belt the announcement is uh i have officially decided to leave showtime and i am doing everything under thick boy productions thick boy network and i hired the staff we got the team um this isn't news to showtime they've known for at least six months that this was my plan some of you hardcores could put the put the puzzle pieces together and realize when i launched the thick boy youtube that i was slowly moving on over there and now uh it's official this isn't a sad thing this is me banking on myself and i hired an entire staff to do everything man we got cameras i invested in cameras equipment I got an A-list team to get things done, get it out uh, exactly how I want, have it look exactly how I want. Yeah, man, I'm super excited. So cheers to everybody who's been on this journey with us. Cheers, Chin, Chin cheers, and whiskey. Brian. It's early, but mm -hmm. whatever. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's something my dad would say. It's five o'clock somewhere, buddy, isn't it? But yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, I've been with Showtime for five years and man, what a freaking journey. What a ride. Um, we did some great stuff, man. We did some great stuff. This episode will be, uh, some new and then, uh, we put together the best of, so you're talking about, man, the first below the belt, um, which was formerly known as the big Brown breakdown. That's how it started. Started as the big Brown breakdown. And then uh, I started working with Showtime for the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight, which led to uh, encompassing kind of whole creative deal with Showtime, which led to Showtime, the TV show. We did at Embassy Row, which was uh, downtown, which was just this big, big freaking studio, big production, which was fun, which was fun. But then you realize that if you shoot something on a Monday or Tuesday in the MMA world, and you release it on a Friday, by the time it comes out Friday, that news has passed and things happen, like guys fall out of fights or bigger news happens, and you just, it'd be tough, to, it was tough to do a TV show that way. And we learned the hard way, but man, what a fun experience for your boy, man. It was like straight up my own uh, Tonight Show vibes. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. We were talking about it uh, off air before we got started that um, when Showtime first came in, you know, it's, it's CBS, Viacom Corporate. So they're like, oh, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a studio for you. So at the time, I was in Playa Vista, and I mean the room was maybe small, probably smaller than this chin. Yeah, that we're in now in Thick Boy Studio. So this is just for my show. Before we had a room where it was for Fighter and the Kid, and then in the other corner was below the belt, <coughs> and they brought in some production team and. This is, you know, Chin's been my ride or die forever. Chin's been my ride or die forever. Chin goes, Chin goes, hey, man, have you seen the set? Because I didn't, you know, I didn't, they didn't send me any, like, renderings or anything. Yeah. I was like, no, what's up? He's like, I don't think you're going to like it, dude. And I come in, and they straight up had, like, a blow-up. There's two on the nose. Like, a straight-up blow-up, like, octagon. ring. Octagon. And a, and a ring. It was, like, castle octagon. Style. Yeah, like a bouncy castle. And I was in the middle of the bouncy castle. <laughs> and it was, like, Buffalo Bill's colors. It was... Not good. So I go, this, we can't do this. No, Can you just give me it. like a brick wall type of thing behind me and just a red chair and we'll take it from there. Because remember, <laughs> they're not from the podcast world. So they're thinking like production set and like it's smoke. Awesome. Yeah, like it's this going to be sick. And we're like, no, 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 no. We can't do that. So yeah, that was fun, man. That was fun. There's some great times, man. Yeah, just what a, what a freaking journey, man. And uh, it's all under the... The vision of the great Brian Daly, who I've thanked many of times on here, and Espinoza for always having my back, and Nevins for you know always funding all these crazy ideas that I have, and 
you know, like I, I've said this before, if, if you missed the other ones, you know, I think a lot of times when guys go corporate and, you know, you start working for the man, like, oh, I bet, I bet they clip your wings and, you know, tell you what you have to say. This isn't the case. Mm-mm. Cheers to that. This isn't the case at all. This is just a case of, you know, I run several shows and I just have ideas how I want things to work and what I want to do and a vision of where to take things with the Thick Boy Network. And it just doesn't make sense to have a partner in that. It just doesn't. You know, uh, if you, if you want to continue to follow the show, which will turn into the Shab Show, uh, Below the Belt, uh, formerly known as Big Brown Breakdown, formerly known as Below the Belt, it turns into the Shab Show. Uh, we'll have a new set. Um, we'll have some new fun uh, kind of things for you guys uh, who watch on YouTube. So if you watch on YouTube, now you can still watch the same show with a little bit of extra icing on it. And Chin's still running, and Casey's going to run it, but it's on the Thick Boy YouTube page. So subscribe to Thick Boy YouTube page. Don't unsubscribe to Below the Belt. They're still going to drop dope content. Luke Thomas is on there, who's the absolute best journalist in MMA, hands down, I think. He has great content. He has his show, you know, Morning Combat with uh, Brian Campbell, and they won the freaking MMA award. Those guys are crushing it. They have all the stuff, more content on there. So don't unsubscribe to Below the Belt just because I'm leaving Leave that subscription there and then come on over to Thick Boy YouTube because on Thick Boy, Food Truck will be on there now. We have a big-ass guest dropping in January. Uh, Food Truck is back. Again, that's going to be on Thick Boy, and that's going to be available on Thick Boy uh, YouTube. And then also the audio will be uploaded to the Shop Show audio. So for those of you that are listening to this right now where you're driving to work or whatever you're doing, you don't have to do anything. It's going to be the exact same audio feed. Your boy owns the RSS feed, so nothing changes with that. That's going to stay the exact same just on your Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen to it. A different graphic's going to pop up for you. That's the only thing that changes. Other than that, you guys don't need to do anything. Just keep on listening to the show. I can't thank you guys enough. And all this is because of the fans and, you know, follow me through all these crazy things from you know, the original shop show and also on fighter and the kid when I had that huge chip on my shoulder and went to battle with the UFC over the Reebok deal as the first one to really speak out about it. Kind of lost my job over it. I, uh, I wouldn't change anything about it. And that, that fire and fuel gave me the uh, inspiration and the, the drive to get to where I'm at now. So actually if I did see Dana in person, I'd thank him. I owe a lot to him and I have no issues with him. I think a lot of you surprised by that. I have no issues with him. Actually, uh, I'm a big fan of the guy and appreciate what he's doing, especially during these COVID times. And yeah, it's been, it's been quite the thing. It's been quite the thing. It's, it's always weird when you, you know, you bank on yourself and you speak out like that, especially with that Reebok, you know, at the time, I, you know, all I had was firing the kid and I had, uh, the big brown breakdown but remember i was working for the ufc i was working for ufc now and i was doing you know the ufc live on uh the fox lot and stuff like that when i came out um they fired me man they came out like i'm freaking coming out of the closet like i'm the bachelor or some shit no i'm just saying like when i spoke out against the ufc i don't know i i didn't care about the consequences i just knew that's how i felt and that was the the thing to do and a lot of guys can't say it but i also knew i had a, a backup plan so it almost helped me by them firing me because i doubled down on my own stuff so for a lot of you out there i'm sure you've dealt with similar situations just bank on yourself man and i'm banking myself with this and the shop show and the thick boy network and uh i like my odds man i like i like betting and risking all of myself and it's got me this far so we'll see how it goes but for those of you that have always watched it on video don't unsubscribe to below the belt just subscribe to thick boy youtube and you can get fight companions on there calabas fight companions which we have one january 22nd with chris de stefano chris de lee and brian callum myself for cyril gone francis gano you can get the food truck i'm not going to release the guest name yet but it is a big ass guest and we have some exciting additions to the food truck as well and then uh, you get the weekly um, shop show, which is this show with some extra icing on it. Not my team's running it. And uh, that's it, man. So uh, cheers to everybody uh, who's made it this far and uh, continues to ride with your thick friend here. And uh, to today's episode will be a little bit of new stuff, an intro, the best of, which will include uh, the very first below the belt that I did with Showtime. I have some clips from there. 
all through the years of all the shenanigans and being just my ridiculous self. Uh, I have some clips from my favorite food trucks, which we've had some great guests on, man. I can't pick one of my favorites, but that's such a fun show. I'm sure they'll have uh, the Dylan Dennis and Jake Paul, you know, throwing shit at them on there. You can guarantee that. Uh, Izzy was on there, Masvidal. And, you know, that, that show, to me, the reason why I created that show is it's different than any other kind of fight-centric show you're going to see because um, I don't care what we talk about. I, I You know, a lot of guys come on like, man, you know, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. And I'll tell them, dude, if you're into Pokemon cards, we can talk about Pokemon cards for an hour. I do not care where this conversation goes. If you want to talk about fighting, I'm all for it, and I'll I'll go as deep as you want to go and talk about your next opponent, stuff like that. If you want to break news, great. I'm not a journalist, man. I do this because I enjoy doing it. I love talking to the fighters and getting to know them. But outside that, most of them are my friends. And uh, I'm not a journalist. I'm not trying to break news. I'm not trying to go over, you know, what happened in the third round in your last fight. I don't care, dude. So that's where the show's a little different, man. It's a straight up entertainment conversational show. And if it turns into fighting, great. If not, great. You want to talk about fishing for 30 minutes? Let's talk about yeah. fucking fishing, dude. I know Chin would love that. <laughs> so uh, that's where the inspiration for Food Truck comes. And it's just such a great show. And uh, it's one of my favorite things to do, man. And uh, the next one will be out uh, mid-January. And it's a big guess. It's going to be fun, man. So stay tuned. And you can listen to that uh, on the Shop Show uh, RSS feed, which, again, nothing changes for you guys who are listening to it right now in your car, driving to work, or if you're at work, or you're listening to me in your kitchen while your kids are going crazy. Nothing changes for you. The only thing that changes is if you watch this thing on YouTube, you have to go from below the belt to the Thick Boy YouTube. That's it. Easy work. And then for those of you that are super fans and love everything uh, that I do and the whole Thick Boy in general, is uh, we will be on Supercast, which is a subscription thing, and uh, we have some fun things there. We have some really fun things there where you get every show that I do ad-free, video and audio, and uh, also bonus shows, bonus content, AMAs. We got a bunch of cool stuff coming up on there. We're doing classic companions where we'll just dive into Conor McGregor one week or we'll dive into Francis Ngannou one week or Derek Lewis or uh, GSP. So we're going to have some classic uh, uh, Calabas fight companions on there. Uh, it will only be available on there. So um, that's it, man. And with Thick Boy uh, YouTube, you're going to get new content every week. So you're going to get uh, the shop show every week and get clips from the shop show, the shop minute where the, if there's breaking news, it's going to be just a quick freaking two to seven minute video. Me telling you my opinion on what's going on. Um, if there's a fight announcement, you're getting that every week. Then we will also have on there as well. Uh, besides the clips, uh, we have the, the thick life, the vlogs. Um, this week's going to be fun. Cause uh I checked one off my bucket list, and I finally got allocated into the Ferrari Club. My dad's flying town today, and uh, we're driving to uh, San Diego Ferrari to pick up my dream car, and it's a bucket list for my dad. So he flew in just for that, and that will be on this week's vlog, along with the night at the improv of Shab and Friends and stuff like that. So we got a bunch of cool stuff on there. Uh, me getting a tattoo by Dan Smith, and uh, it's going to be a fun one. So... A lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of exciting stuff. And uh, yeah, this is the last one with Showtime. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough. As I've always said, this isn't goodbye. This is see you later. You need anything, hit your boy up. And that's how we get it done. This final episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by my friends at Four Sigmatic, a company known for their innovative use of functional ingredients to enhance your performance. All right. One of their functional ingredients I love is the cordyceps mushrooms. It's not a cooking mushroom, but it kicks your productivity and performance into high gear. My favorite is their performance coffee in the morning. You know, I like my coffee dark, dark as iron, man. All I do is I brew a dark roast coffee. I put in the Four Sigmatics Performance Coffee Mushrooms, the cordyceps. It's the lion's mane for focus. All right. And for performance, it's legit. It tastes fantastic. I have more energy. It's how I'm able to talk and do a million podcasts freaking every week. It's not, I don't feel jittery. It's easy on the gut. All it does is give you pure focus to get done what you need to get done. All right. Again, it tastes fantastic. Um, for Sigmatic, they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. Best of all, Four Sigmatic backs their products with a 100% money back guarantee. Love it or it's free. 
And listen, I talked to Four Sigmatic. I'm like, dude, you got to hook my guys up with a great deal. They said, no problemo, thick dude. And this is an exclusive offer uh, that I got with Four Sigmatic, all right? So on any of their products, this is just for below the belt listeners and viewers, save 20% off your first order with Four Sigmatic, all right? To claim this deal, go to foursigmatic.com slash BTB. Enter the code BTB at checkout. Again, this code is only for the below the belt listeners and viewers, so don't tell anybody. You'll save 20% off on whatever you want, so go right now to F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash BTB. Use the code BTB to supercharge your performance. Before we go to the best stuff, Jim, we got any current events we should go over? We have a few. Is there? There's a few. It's a slow week because, again, they're edging us. Again, the UFC edges us. To the big UFC, uh, January 22nd, the heavyweight title is on the line. Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Ghosn. And again, there will be a Calabas fight campaign with the very special Chris Stefano, Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, and myself. I cannot wait. That is my absolute favorite thing to do. So, uh, yeah, man, the, the UFC is kind of edging us. There's no big fights coming up, really. There's nothing going on. So I figured it'd be a slow week. That's why you're in the <coughs> best of. But uh, what do we got, Jen? Well, first of all, it's just been announced that tension, Nasakawa, the guy that fought Floyd Mayweather, one of the best kickboxers. The guy took a fall against Floyd? Yeah, and people think it's real. Yeah. I don't know. He's going to fight uh, Taka Norgomi, Rising 33, for the New Year's. Like year, actually year. fight him? Yeah. Hell yeah. There you go, kickboxing sensation. Special standing bout rules, also known as a striking match. Mm-hmm. Special standing bout rules. Yep, yep. That's called a kickboxing match. That's cool. That yeah. kid's a little beast. He's talented. And Gomi was, well, he's a legend. He was amazing in, earlier in his career, but Gomi kind of is fell down 79 years old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tension should probably be the favorite there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Kevin Lee, his opponent, we talked about it. It could be Diego. So it is Diego Sanchez for Eagle FC. March How do you feel 11th. about this? I don't like it. I don't like it. Anybody excited about this? I mean, for Kevin to get back on the winning track, I guess, but with Diego, all the stuff he's going through, and I love Diego. At least 165, <clears throat> the new weight class, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Wish the UFC would do that. Um, I, you know, I do think if you get Kevin Lee back on the, the, the right path, and I cheer for Kevin. He knows that. I love Kevin. We should probably get Kevin on a food truck, or and Diego for that matter. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Stories. Yep. We'll reach out to him, but note that one, Casey. They'd both be great on food truck, but... Uh, I like at 165. I just, how much longer is Diego going to fight, man? Not just that. Like, he was on social media posting about his COVID recovery. Wait, and apparently, only, it was really, really bad. It was bad. Yeah. So, you know, it affects people differently. It could mess them up even more. Yeah. So, I don't I don't like it, but it's great for Kevin, for sure. Yeah, I'm rooting for both guys. Yeah. You don't see even, any of them lose. Also, if Kevin Lee loses that one, it gets dicey. Oh, man. That would be tough. They get dicey. Yeah. Okay, so Junior Dos Santos is going to be fighting or boxing Kubrat Pulev, who just knocked out uh, Frank Mayer. That's a terrible idea. I know. For JD. For triad. I don't get I don't get it. Pulev is an absolute fucking savage, dude. He is an absolute savage. I don't know why mm-hmm. you'd want to get in there if you're Dos Santos. I guess, you know, I don't know where he's at financially. Maybe that makes sense. He's always wanted a box, too. I get it, but your first one's Pulev? I know. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's nuts. I know. It's insane. Look what Pulev did to fucking Frank Mayer, dude. Standing. I just, you know, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I do not get it. I don't like it. God bless him. There he goes. Late February. Well. And this also, Vitor Belfort on that same card is boxing Chad Dawson. I don't know much about Chad Dawson, but. Chad Dawson, a fucking monster. You don't remember Chad Dawson? I just saw his record here. I don't remember. But, uh, you, I bet you would if you saw him, because um, if you go down to his, uh, some of his, uh, maybe the Bernard Hopkins one. Um, wow, he actually won the, that too. The, yeah, he beat Bernard Hopkins to win uh, a fucking world title. Mm-hmm. His Pascal one was fun. Um, Antonio Tarver? He beat Antonio Tarver twice. I mean, you're talking okay. about a real fucking monster. Legit, dude, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I well, don't. there you go. Yeah, that's a bad. He hasn't fought since 2019, so there's something. There's uh, that, and then how old is he? Maybe that will do it. 39. That's not okay. Not, same age. Not terribly old. He's probably younger than Vitor, right? Oh, definitely younger than yeah. Vitor. My thing is, is is it weird how excited I get when I realize guys are getting on the sauce? I don't know why I love. <laughs> When guys leave the UFC and get super juicy, nothing makes me happier. And Vitor is like the best example. Ah, of it. Yeah, juicy Vitor <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah, there's nothing better. Enjoy that, Chad Dawson. 
A juicy Vitor juicy is Vitor. fucking terrifying. Quick one as well. Rashad Evans versus versus Gabriel Checo for Eagle FC. And is that on the same that's on the same card as uh Kevin Lee and uh let's see, this is January twenty eighth. Yeah, it should be. I remember January twenty eighth was a day. So here's Gabriel Checo's record, so not too bad. Mm, so he lost against Brendan Allen. That's not the hang your head about. Brendan Allen's a monster. Oh, it seems like a good fight for uh, yeah. He lost good to Kevin boy. Casey in a grappling bout. Kevin Casey. Shout out to Kevin Casey. I haven't seen him forever. He was part of this black belt club we meet every Saturday. He is a fucking savage. He found the UFC. As far as uh, jiu-jitsu goes, oh my God, dude. He's so fucking good. Oh, I remember that guy. Yes. He was, uh, remember that reality star? He was his friend, right? Which reality star? The couple, Spencer and something. Hi- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of those friends. Because uh, Spencer's a purple belt in jiu That's, That's how friends. Okay. He beat uh, Austin Vanderford. Mm. Beat Jake Ellenberger in grappling. Grappling, yeah. He's a beast, man. Okay. Oh, he was so tough. Not, not a ton of submissions, but his defense and his positioning, he was so fucking heavy and just strong as a fucking ox. Pretty sure he married Muhammad Ali's daughter. I remember he was asking, he was, uh, telling us this is years ago how nervous he was to ask muhammad ali for his daughter's hand in marriage he's like i gotta go up there it's fucking muhammad ali man there it is see kevin casey i see him there yeah but i don't uh, know which one we'll he see. married yeah. But, okay. yeah he married one of them all right um, such a good dude so this is a rumor but i guess chael Sonnen was talking to donald cerrone on a set of something they're working on and apparently um donald told him that he might be fighting patty pimblett next in march jesus christ yeah and chill at that out the bag. <laughs> Cowboys, goddamn, dude, we're fucking chilling on set, man. Someone's like, no doubt, went to the podcast. He was like, hey, guess what, everybody? I can imagine him doing Cowboy that. Cowboy Patty coming up. Get ready. Yep. Someone said, I'm sitting with Cowboy in between doing take. Cowboy had told me two days ago I'm fighting March 5th. And he says, what do you know about this uh, Patty Pimbleton? Pimblam Patty, Pavlov Patty Pimble. Someone had, I said, you're talking about Patty the Batty? So he's, uh, Sony's on something known as the internet. He brings up Patty. Patty's at 55. So Cowboy starts saying, yeah, I think maybe this is my guy. Mm-hmm. I'm told Cowboys, that's exactly the kind of fight Dan's looking for. The old dog goes against the new shiny yeah. trinket. Pimbleton, the lightweight. Cowboy has recently been fighting at welterweight. He can compete at 55. American is desperate when it, oh, that is a tough fight for Cowboy. I know. Patty he gets all is the, the real motherfucking mm-hmm. deal. Cowboy went and fought Darren Till. Darren Till. In fucking England, remember? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, yeah. That's fucking Donald, though. He doesn't give a fuck. That's why we love him. Yeah. All right. So this is Dan Hooker talking about John Jones. He went pretty hard in the paint on this too, I believe. And they hate each other. Hold on. Now is Dan just defending uh, Izzy because they're boys? I'm pretty sure that's part of it. Why is my name in there? Is it? So yeah. So go up. Oh yeah. So someone was quoting you how. You were saying Dan Hooker doesn't like beat his wife like John Jones or some shit. Now, did I say John? I think I just said doesn't beat his wife. wife. I was alluding to John. I didn't <laughs> say John, though. So easy, everybody. God damn it. Scroll down real quick, yeah. though. Tell me when to stop. Oh, so there's my name. So it's a middle E at middle oh, okay. E. But Brendan Shaw on Chelsea's misdemeanor citations. He was pregnant his wife, unlike John Jones. Now, I don't know if I said John Jones. I didn't call him out, did I? I was alluding to it, but I didn't say John. Don't drag me into this. I want no issues with John. So I guess that might have triggered the whole thing. Okay. Now let's see how the beef goes. So Dan uh, Hooker, who I absolutely love, Savage, shout out to Dan Hooker. Mm -hmm. Him and Izzy used to have a fantastic podcast. I wish they still did it. Izzy has his own YouTube, and he's fucking crushing it. Yep. Yeah, he's the, he's the monster. Anyway, so Dan Hooker uh, quoted my thing uh, on Middle Easy. Brent Schaub on Chelsea's misdemeanor citations. He's pregnant his wife on like John Jones. So he puts that, and then his quote on top goes, imagine beating up five people and not one of them is your wife. John Jones right now, mind blown. Okay. And then uh, John sees it, and, and this is on Christmas. This is December oh, 25th. But for Dan, it wouldn't be Christmas, right? Aren't they? They're living in the future. Australia and New Zealand is like three days ahead of us. <laughs> three days? Yeah, like they know like what's Definitely. going on. Here we go. So John goes, every opportunity you've had to make a name for yourself and be close to your boy Izzy, you drop the ball. You can't achieve greatness, so you hop online and attack someone who has. Sounds about right. Dan says, I was triggered by your disingenuous attempt to bring attention to Chael's situation. He was arrested for defending his wife. You were arrested for assaulting yours. Apples and Apples oranges. And oranges. 
Okay, this one's tough. Dan Hooker put mm, these kids and they're fuck they're savages, man. Dan Hooker put life hack. If you don't beat up your wife, family events will be <laughs> life. <laughs> this is funny. Life hack. If you don't beat up your wife, family events will be more enjoyable. Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> that hey, hold up. Yeah. When is, was that on Christmas? Yes, that's on Christmas. Is that the whole thing? I think there might have been more. Keep scrolling. Let me, let me go to this one here. Uh, this guy put, this is a Kiwi too. That's a bit low, mate. Weren't charges dropped against John? If I punch you and you don't press charges, does that mean I didn't punch you? <laughs> Hilarious, Dan. And then and then Dan Hooker has more wins at heavyweight and combat sports than John does. Okay. Uh, that's kind of. Boy, pretty much boys it. go at it. And then someone. Crazy John fucking entertains us. I know. I mean, that's like a straight up attack on you, on you and your family. But I mean, actually, on, on him, not on, his family. On Christmas. Yeah, but not him. Uh, not his family. Say Merry Christmas, bitch. But I think some Instagram handle put down um, the only hooker John hates is Dan Hooker or something like that. Dan Hooker's the only. Oh. <laughs> Internet stays on the field. I know. You know? Yeah, and then right. remember, John went super hard on Izzy. So it's like, that's his best friend. I get it. Yeah. Uh, this is from Helen Yee. And she did an interview with Sean Strickland, and Sean Strickland just. Being Sean Strickland, yeah, being oh, Sean I can't, Strickland. I can't get enough of this guy. Wrestlers like Jake Paul, I would for five million, I would fight you to the fucking death. I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm being 100 serious. I would go to a deserted island with you today and fight you to the death for five million. But here's the thing about you, Jake Paul, you're a fucking coward. You're a little bitch. You're the, you're the, you're the, you're the, you're the millennial YouTube generation. You just do shit for attention. You're a weak fuck, man, and you're going to continue to be a weak fuck and make a shit ton of money. That I respect you for, but I also fucking hate you. <laughs> he's such a funny dude. He's, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like he's dead serious. Mm. Yeah, Jake Paul's <clears throat> not going to fight him for the death. You know, he's not going to do that. He makes too much money to do that. But, um, I, he, you know, Sean Strickland's a purist. He's being real, which is kind of scary, but that's who he is. Uh, Nate Diaz posted this. The Paul sisters hired this security team to make sure I wouldn't get to them like I was actually trying to. But it's all good with you guys. I don't take this fight thing with you too serious. You guys playing boxing with wrestlers who can't box or little ass Floyd, and that's not cool, bro. But it's good. I'm a real fighter from the real fight game, so don't trip so hard when you see me, fellas. Let's just be friends. It's all good. <laughs> I don't know what that that's is. That's the security they hired. Yeah, that's they're, what he's saying. And they're fans. I know. His. <laughs> Taking pictures. That's so funny. Nothing crazy, but this is cool. Dana White. Was spotted at a grocery store buying fa uh, family food. Family's food. That's cool, man. Yeah, groceries. And there he uh, is right there. He just stayed at the front <laughs> and bought the groceries? I guess so. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. This is an actual thing, phone booth boxing. Holy shit. This, okay. Is this in England? I heard it was that's in Thailand as well. Booth. It's like a, a British yeah. phone booth. But then they had women fighters in there, had a bunch of different people. I lost the actual website though, but yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Who was like, hey man, you know how I'd love to be the guy that pitched this? I'd love to be in the pitching room. He's like, hey man, you know how they talk about phone booth fighting? What if we actually had a phone <laughs> I booth? I did it, yeah. Hear me out here. We get one of those old school British phone booths and they fucking go at it. Yeah. Was there any knockouts? I saw some crazy elbows and like there's tiny little cameras on top too. But whatever, it was, it's a weird thing. Something fun. There's yeah. no way it lasts. All right, so just one more. So Connor posted this, and his hashtags are... Oh, man, he changed it. Well, where's hashtags? Hold on. I have the actual thing. I guess he took out the hashtags. Great fucking outfit, though, man. Yes, and he's jacked, like you yeah. said. So that's what I remember. In case he was on there, too. At Born Foreign... Black Forge Inn, that's his new restaurant. Oh, wow. It says hashtag no fighting, hashtag yeah, right? Hashtag Shelby, hashtag Schmelby, Smelby. Like he has beef with Sean Shelby, I'm guessing. Interesting. Yeah. But he removed it. UFC is probably, come on, dude. What are you doing, <laughs> man? Don't talk shit to the matchmaker. But Sean Shelby doesn't book his fights. Um, Dana does. Well, yeah. The big, big ones, uh, Dana controls. Mm -hmm. Not Sean Shelby. Especially Connor ones, for sure, yeah. Connor, yeah. All the, the big boys, the John Jones, the Ronda fights, the Brock, the big boy ones, uh, Dana handles himself. Do you think he still goes with uh, or talks to Lorenzo about Connor's? Yes. Stuff? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Got a great outfit, dude. Definitely. All right, dude. That's pretty much it. I think yeah. that's it, guys. All righty. All right, guys. Well, that's uh, that's it. Now enjoy the best of from the years of Below the Belt from Food Truck 
to the TV show, to the podcast from the very first one in Playa Vista to, uh, again, the TV show at, um, you know, downtown. Yeah, it was such an experience, man. We have some great clips, great guests. And man, has it been such a journey. And the thing that excites me is we're just getting started. So again, I can't emphasize enough. Don't unsubscribe below the belt. Just subscribe to Thick Boy, follow the Shop Show, Food Truck Diaries, the vlogs, Calabas Fight Companion. We have so much new content dropping every freaking week on Thick Boy YouTube. And for those of you that listen on audio, nothing changes. The graphic will change. That's it. You don't have to unsubscribe. You don't have to follow a new thing on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to me right now. Keep on listening. Tell your friends. Tell your tell your friends' friends. Tell your UPS man. Nothing changes. The RSS audio feed stays exactly the same. Give me a dope new logo. We have a dope new intro for the shop show. And uh, that's it, man. That is it. I love you guys. And uh, thank you for following me along this crazy journey that we're on. And it's only up from here, man. So enjoy the best of Below the Belt. Uh, I can't thank Showtime enough. Brian Daly, I love you. Uh, Espinoza, Nevins, thank you guys so much. The whole crew back in New York uh, with Malka and Showtime. Uh, Gary, everybody, man, I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you for working your asses off for me. And uh, this isn't goodbye. This is see you later. And uh, I will see you on the thick side of things. Thick Boy YouTube. And that thick, uh, thick boy YouTube is thick with three C's. If it's one C, if there's a K, if there's two C's, that ain't your thick friend here. The original thick boy is T-H-I-C-C-C, boy. All right, thick boy, three C's. That's the original. Go subscribe right now to the thick boy YouTube with three C's. Love you guys. Enjoy the best stuff. You're talking to the Gucci boot wearing, skinny jean rocking. Podcast hosting, comedian, roasting, serial Whoa! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Whoa! Let me tell you something. Let me let me say it loud. Let me point to the other host. Let me point to the other host. Host, who think they can do it better? I'm the cream. I rise to the top. I'm the cream of the crop. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Blow the bell. Listen up, shop maniacs, because I got something to say, brother. See, these other 24-inch pythons, these pythons right here, I'm going to wrap around these, around any other host. I've been banging and banging and banging for years. Those other hosts, I got one thing to say, to watch them. What you going to do when the shop mania runs wild on you? Yeah, brother. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with TYK, this is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. Welcome. Look at this place. We're here. Looking below the belt, I'm Brendan Schaub. Whether you like your fighting in a ring, an octagon, or a goddamn bouncy house, this is a show for you. No BS. I'm going to talk about the fight game, honestly, with zero agenda. We'll cover the most interesting stories in boxing and MMA. If it's not interesting, I'm not talking about it. We good? Everyone got it? Let's get this show started. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Welcome. It is Monday morning. Monday morning, July 29th. It is it's summertime, baby. Summer, summertime. Basically, the world is ending here in Los Angeles. The 405 is on fire. That is not a joke. I'm not trying to be funny. Literally next to the highway driving in, fire. I'm back in this bitch. I'm back in studio. I've never been more excited. What's up, thickums, thickers? Boys down nine pounds. Nine freaking pounds. Demon cheat on my kids' B-Day. What's up? And we're in the new studio. First episode in the new Thick Boy Studios. Here we are. The way they do business, you know, those guys are smart businessmen. And, yeah. and they think they're riding this high leading up to the fight. Oh, 
you know, I'm gonna kill Kobe. I'm, I got all the fans, everybody's supporting me, but then they feel after they lose to me what it's like and, and on the way down after losing to me. And it's the same thing that Marty Fake Newsman's gonna have to deal with soon. And it's the same thing Robbie Lawler had to go through. It's the same thing Rafael Dos Nachos had to go through. It's the same thing Damian Maya had to go through. And That's an impressive list, my man. And, and here, but just here, this, this thing only works, all of this, Hello. all this only works if you win them. You know what I'm saying? What you're doing. That's true. Just like the Trumps, man, we're winners. That's our, some people are addicted to drugs. Some people are addicted to cheating on their taxes. Me and the Trumps, we're addicted to winning. That's our drug of well, choice. Trumps are both. Ronda Rousey made an appearance of the WWE Elimination Chamber on Sunday and put Triple H through a table. Stephanie McMahon also slapped the shit out of her. She can wrestle, but can she be a WWE performer? That's up in the air. Listen, when you look at The Rock, Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Macho Man, my personal favorite. All these guys are actual performers. There's a reason The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world. It's not because he's big and handsome and athletic. No, he's an, he's an actor. He's an artist. Is Ron an actor? Is she an artist? That's debatable. You ever seen Entourage? It's tough. It's tough. But she has the potential to be the biggest of all time, and I'm rooting for her. Who am I to criticize anyone's post-fight career? Look at me. I'm all over, for God's sakes. But if you stand up juggle, like scooters, probably be on some weird reality show. It's a nightmare. Anyways. And here's my thing with the haters. Is Tommy Fury a legit boxer? I would say so. Check out his record though. So the in this article, they're saying like, if you saw his opponents, and it's kind of hilarious too. If you look at <laughs> down here, one of his opponents is 10 and 100. 10 and one, two, dude, Zero, if you're 10 and 100, it ain't for you, no, dude. dude. It's just the, like the sport's not. It's just literally pick any other job and don't do the art of boxing. That's insane. The one guy's 0 and 26. 26. Now listen. Now, Tommy Fury, listen to me right now. You're a handsome feller, and I love John uh, uh, Love Island. You're my favorite guy. Love you. Glad you're with Molly May. It's working out, and you guys are making a jillion dollars off Instagram. I've heard of bringing a guy up slowly, <laughs> and then I've seen the guys that you fought. Let's go over it. This is 10, 102. Okay. Oh it's your God. first fight. Shit happens. The guy does have 112 boxing matches, though, so I'll <laughs> give you that. Then you fought a guy who's 0 and 26. Bubba, if you're 0 and 6, this sport's not for you. 0 and 26? You've never won? And then the next guy's 2 and 26. Ugh. And the next guy's 0 and 11. Fuck! And the next guy's 0 and 9. Oh. And then they went, all right, dude, it's time to really step it up, man. This guy's 2 and 0. And then he beat that guy. And they went, good job, man. You struggled a little bit, so we're going to give you a guy who's 0 and 1. Okay, do your thing, Tommy Fury. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. You're fighting a guy who's 0 and 1. But still, this would be the closest. I mean, Tommy Fury is a, a boxer. Yeah. A professional boxer he gets paid to in his entire life is professional boxing. He comes from boxing royalty. His brother is fucking Tyson Fury, the best boxer in the world. The, and if Jake were to fight him, also, Tommy Fury is a lot bigger. But I'll watch it. <laughs> God, the, dude, I've heard of a slow upbringing into boxing. And then you fight a guy who's 10, 102. That is just insane. Oh, and 26. <laughs> God bless these guys. Yep. And then two and 26. Never give up. Oh, and 11. Never give up. Mm -mm. Not never. Especially guy who's 10 and 102. I mean, his kids are like, Dad, do you have to do it? Do you think you're going to win? Probably not, son. Probably fucking not, Bubba. Let's see if we... Yeah, what's he look, we like? look like? Where's he from? <laughs> the Ukraine? Uh, hold on. I mean, he has to be the laughing stock of bars when he walks in. He looks like a, someone that would lose quite a bit, too, just off of looks. Oh, man. Yeah, that guy's in the wrong... Talk about a wrong career choice. Latvia. Latvia. I mean, wow. even in bar fights, like, God, that guy's fucking terrible, dude. 10 out of 102? I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, and there's some tough guys walking around there. They, he's probably the laughing stock of the town, dude. This poor fucking guy. At least he doesn't give up, though. So he's got that. <laughs> but he probably should. Yeah, never say never, man. Uh -huh. This guy's motivational. He needs to go around giving motivational talks. That's what he needs to fucking do. <laughs> 10 and 102 and still trains? Well, I was asking with the, you know, if I get to a certain financial point, because I've had 
guys on not this show, other shows are like, yeah, man, if I just hit this point, and I'm like, oh, how much? Like, if I just get a hundred million. <laughs> You, oh, so Bubba, you're saying you're Bubba, never quitting. But Bubba, do you know how hard it is to get 100 million in the bank? Yeah. Because you got to pay taxes. So yeah. you know how much, you know much money? You're, so you're going to be fighting for the rest of your life. Yeah. And even then, yeah. yeah. So that's why I asked that, yeah. I'm just trying to wait to get 100 million. <laughs> I got rocked one time in my entire career, practice or in a fight, and it was against George Miles at all. Unfortunately, really terrible moment in my career, right? But that, that was the only time. Yeah. I've literally never been rocked by a punch. And so the notion that Jake Paul's gonna be able to do that, uh, I just don't see it. But, and here's the but, is like, maybe Jake Paul's a really good boxer. We don't know. There's a tiny possibility that if he's a really good boxer, yeah, I'm not gonna beat him, right? Because it's you not know, your thing. It's not my thing. Yeah. But the greater likelihood is that he's really not all that good at boxing. He really doesn't know how to deal with high pressure situations. And I'm going to go in there and I'm going to beat his ass. That's way more likely than the other way. Ben let you know that his striking, especially when it comes to boxing, isn't at a high level. But through his experience avoiding getting knocked out, if you look at his track record, he's been in there with some of the biggest beasts in the world, didn't get knocked out. How's this YouTuber going to get it done? But if you go back and watch the food truck, I'll, t I'll admit this. If, if, it, if we find out Jake can box, if Jake can fight, I'm probably going to get knocked out. He let you know exactly where he's at. He knows he's not a high-level striker. But you the 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 hardcores, the MMA community, the boxing community went, you know, Ben, Ben, you know, this. And I was also paying that narrative that Ben's been there some of the best. He can avoid a big shot. It turns out Jake can fight, man. Jake can fight. Jake can fight. It's Conor McGregor's face right there. Pussy. 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 <laughs> That's fine. Was it a water balloon? I don't know what it was. To be honest, because I got close, it was it hit me with like some metal, but it was, I think it was a water balloon. It was just a water. Water balloon or toilet paper? That's not too bad. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you know how fun that would be with your three boys? It'd be better if it's three versus three, though. I know. Three, why did this guy sign up for three against one? <laughs> but are the three real shitty and the ones really good? I wish I knew more backstory to this, but I don't. <laughs> so this is insane. I mean, if you're that guy, I don't even know what you do. It's three Russians versus a fucking Irish guy? Obviously. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, they're beating the shit out of this guy. One just goes, Here, here's the game plan. I take him down, you guys beat him. Yeah. <laughs> What a stupid sport. <laughs> I know. Uh, they do some crazy stuff over there. Wow. Yeah. That'd be fun as fuck with your boys. Man, John is my biggest fan. He watches everything I do. I, I used to be a fan. I used to be a fan. I saw, I respect his work. Don't get me. He's one of the greatest of all time, a living legend. And I, you know, I'm not stupid. He's a fucking dangerous fight. But that's what excites me. That's what gets me hard in the morning when I wake up. And I'm like, fuck yeah. This guy might kick my ass. I ain't gonna let that happen. Boom, off to the gym we go. I guess Khabib mentioned something about ring card girls last month. I'm trying to get ring men. <laughs> Go Is that for a thing it. or no? The only other one guy, or your, your dude, the only guy. Long hair? Oh, he didn't do it in the UFC though, right? No, Invicta. Have fucking have my boy Mark do it. Mark Hardy. Oh, yeah, he'd be perfect. Be dope ring dude. When you and Camaro uh, train against each other, how'd it go? I'll Come tell on. you the ah. truth, and yeah, I've do. talked about it before. He whipped your ass? He did. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you. That, I love it because I, I would have lied. I'd been like, man, I was back and forth, I'll, dude. I'll, I'll, I don't know. Sometimes he won, sometimes I won. Anyway, thanks for the meal. How does Khabib feel about ring men? Do we know? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know? No, not yet. All right. I think someone should run it by him. Because he has his own promotion, Russia. Mm -hmm. Be like, dude, I know you don't dig the girls. Let's bring in the ring men. Just have some hairy Dagestanians and th fucking thongs. Holding scorecards. See if he's into it, Jen. <laughs> DM him. All right. DM him. Be like, hey, Khabib, Shab had an idea. Ring dudes. Ring dudes for you. Real hairy fucking Armenians mm -hmm. going around the ring. But cheeked up. You know what I'm saying? Like super cheeked up. Ass, yeah. yeah. Like blowout asses. <laughs> See if he's into that. I don't know. And this is just a quick one. Like, again, yeah. Fedor, <laughs> the guy from fucking Russia, where if you speak out against the president, you're missing. Yeah, he's not into the ring girls either. Weird. So what's he say here? Let me guess. Not into it. Can we talk about what would happen if, if you were to pull this off? 
if, if you knock out Floyd Mayweather, like, which that's obviously how you see it going, you know? I, I don't know. Um, I don't like want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, it, because it'd piss every. It, the war, I honestly think the earth would rights. stop revolving around the sun. There's gonna be the world would flip on its head. Everyone would freeze in time. Uh, things would explode. All like the old a lot of like the, heads would have heart attacks. The core of the earth. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be disastrous. Yeah. It'd be fucking insane. It'd be, it would be the greatest upset ever. to ever take place in the history of sports. Ever. What the fuck, ever. Brendan? Ever. Dog. Oh. You're so excited. No, because this is an opportunity. Like, who gets this opportunity? This is a MMA fighter, not like that popular, I don't think, but uh, he got in a fight with his roommate, who's also, I think, an MMA fighter, and he ended up biting his testicle. I didn't put them nuts in his mouth? Yeah, 2.5 inch laceration on the nuts. Oh my God. National Police re recently revealed that 3 1 amateur MMA fighter Domin Salvedo was arrested for alleged tes uh, testicle biting. An argument with his roommate. Uh, Salvador was held in Metro Nashville Jail for 12 hours. Sosa uh, suffered a two-and-a-half-inch cut on his nuts with multiple bruises on his head and busted lip. Dude, talk about an ass whoop. You get your nuts bit and you get beat up? I know. God, pick one or the other, dude. Hopefully there's an official police report. Recruiting. And then how did Homeboy get those nuts in his mouth? Is that gay, yeah? Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, put somebody's nuts in your mouth. You have to actually Even go if you're for trying to nuts. hurt the guy, to put another man's nuts in your mouth is, I mean, listen, I've been upset, but I've never been like, oh, I'm going to bite his nuts. <laughs> and then were, were you like, did he take him down? And he's like in his garden. I know, there's so many questions. Dick? You know his trunks are sitting on the top of your nose. Like, there's no way that trunk didn't touch your lips as well. Mm. I got questions, man. Mm -hmm. This is the guy who bit his nuts. He looks <laughs> He looks uh, like yeah, a nut biter. He does. Yeah, dude, he's a nut biter. God, to bite another man's nuts, dude. But this Marine, how do you not even... I mean, dude, if a guy's head even gets close there, I mean, it's fucking full on... I mean, knees, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, just fucking put your knee up, dude. How do you get there? And, and he has head lacerations, <laughs> his lips busted. So was he like beating him up, and then and then did he like grab grab his legs and like spread them open and bite his nuts? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have so many questions. Yeah. How you get your nuts bit like that? And that's a mouthful too, dude. If you're talking two and a half inches, that's not that's not like, you know, they're in a scuffle and transition. You just put your, his nuts in your mouth. That was a straight up move. Yeah, he must have done it before. Yeah, you, you just don't get in a fight and bite a man's nuts. <laughs> this is some. Some nuts might have been in that man's mouth before. Yeah. You feel me? I'm going to show people I'm a boxer. I can take a punch. I can dish a punch. Yep. And people haven't even seen my skills or my ability and what I can do. Tyrone Willie has been boxing for a longer time than me. Way longer. Way longer. At, with, at a high level. With wild card. He's wild card trained. And know? I will take him out in two rounds. I love it. And people are going to come back and watch this interview and be like, God damn. God damn it, Jake. This fucking asshole this kid who asshole. dresses like a douchebag and wears jewelry and takes people's hats yeah. has predicted every single fight. I had 15 fights in one year. As a pro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means 15 dudes were getting fucked up. So this guy's drunk, having fun. And then there's Joe Schilling in the back. Why'd he push him like that? To get him out of the way? Yeah. But that's kind of like, come on, you're a professional. If this is real, you're a professional fighter and this drunk guy. If anything, just say, hey, let's fight or something. Not just like sock him in the face. Joe Schilling comes from different kind I know. Off my man. I know, I know. Can't really. There's a few guys you just don't want to fuck with. He would be one of them. For sure. There's certain guys you just don't want, you know, they just don't play those games. Yeah. This poor drunk guy learned the hard way, and he's probably waking up now and is like, what happened? It's like, yo, you got all hammered and started talking shit to Joe Schilling. And what'd he do? He knocked you out, dude. What happened to that hot chick? She was embarrassed and she <laughs> left. Oh, man, maybe I should DM her. Mm, I'd lay low. Yeah. That's how his conversation's going this morning. You still drink beer, Jen? I do once in a while, but I usually, I do hard seltzers more than anything else now. Hard seltzers? Yeah. Were you in a frat? I know. What are you it's just low carb, low sugar. What are you drinking? White sugar? claws? Uh, truly, the lemonade trulies. 
Jesus if you're going to get Truly, hearts oh, the lemonade version of Truly is the best. Is there sugar in it? No, zero. Sugar-free? Yep, sugar-free. Why don't you just drink whiskey? I do that too. I'll chase the whiskey with the Truly. Do you tuck your dick back and I drink do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes. Jesus Christ, dude. What, are you rushing for Sigma Pi fucking Alpha or something like that? <laughs> All right, so this is Joshua Fabia explaining why... He hits Diego 20 minutes a day. This is an interview he did with Mike Swick like in March. Dude, I swear to God, Joshua Favorite, you keep your fucking tentacles off of Tony Ferguson. He's in a bad spot right now. Oh, my God. I could see you trying to convert him, you son of a bitch. What this is a, it's a very long one. Oh, please please like, re- Dude, I can't get up. <laughs> it's this guy's long. such a fucking shit show. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah, and don't make fun of me. I got to make this keto. I, you know what? I would cheat on my diet for you, but I'd let a lot of people down. <laughs> I can't. Clearly. I just can't. I mean, you we, just lost all of your women followers, so you don't want to lose I all did, your keto I did with the whole cyborg well, analogy. I know. So. You know what? This entire show is a mistake. <laughs> Meaning food trucks, not you. Just the food truck idea in general. Put on weight. I'm losing followers. <laughs> uh, can I get a fork, for God's sakes? Do I have to eat this like a savage in front of her? I've always been curious. When you go into the barber, you're like, give me the ice, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause it's your, it's your, like, if I, if I wore that, they'd be like, dude, what are you doing? You know, like if I go in the barber, like, what do you want? Like, how do you, do you just go give me the ice man? Or you, you have the normal barber? How's that no, work? No, I, I have, well, I have, I have regular barbers. I had, for a long time, I had my buddy that had been doing my hair since like 90, the, the late 90s. Yeah, he early really 90s. Um, he used to actually come out for fights and do them for me. But now, now I'm, I'm, since I moved out of slow, you know, I'm down in LA. So I move around a little bit different guys but but i'm sure when you're on the barber they're just like all right what do you want today no they know like they know the deal uh no you, you know, know what i'm saying I, I have to try to explain this sometimes sometimes if you don't exp- i figured out if you don't explain it if you just let them go you need a messed up haircut some, sometimes they just don't they don't get it right who the fuck would mess up your haircut i think it's so funny we we're at the same restaurant we didn't recognize like we didn't see each other off the bat you know people have masks on this COVID. i mean he sticks out like it's like you see the mohawk you see the tattoo it's like you're not hiding from anybody dude. so do you know kyoji Gucci? Yes, stud. Badass, right? So my nickname, we train together sometimes. I have a funny story about him. He's an asshole. But not really. Like in oh, a good oh, way. Gotcha. Like a joke. Like fun asshole. Yeah, we're, so Mike and I, Mike's his head coach too, so we're drilling one night. And we're drilling doubles and like against the cage and Kyoji comes in, does a double and he goes, oh, heavy. And I was like, fuck you, Kyoji. Oh, and he was like, no, 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 not heavy, heavy. Wide, and I was like, "Oh, oh my oh, God, no. Kyoji, please you shut wide. up!" You <laughs> wide. No, he said that, and I was like, and then he was like, "No, no, no, uh, strong!" And I was like, "It's too late for you, Kyoji. Get out of here, man. Get, please yeah. leave me alone forever, like You've forever." Me in every way possible. So you look at all the famous female fighters. Yeah. This is just what it is. It's I know. Not me. No, I know. I, the real famous ones and the ones, especially the UFC, not PFL because they're newer, but the ones, especially the UFC promotes, are all pretty. I know. That's why I said I don't like MMA. It's like you have to be certain cup size to like make it to a friggin' title shot. Like it's stupid. yes and no, right? Because dude, what? It's bullshit. Is it bullshit? Yeah. Well, because but you do you have, give, but you, but do you have you to give win. men title shots because they're hot? Like yes. No, they don't. Sage Northcutt's like hold my fucking well, hair gel. That was a little I can't fight. Here we are. I love you, Sage. You know this, but okay, that's a good example. Russia is so lit. Boom. Holy shit, bro. He's doing that in some Lee Dungarees too, bro. Those are some straight up Levi's with a flying knee to the goddamn face. Oh shit. He had what no a time great too. flying knee. He didn't even like you just ran up to him and kneed him in the head. Let me see it again. Yeah. Hold up. He's all yeah, cool. Boom! <sighs> Knock out. Dog rush is lit. Then Russians he punches say, that guy. Russians gotta get better at these face-offs. You know goddamn well. At least chill. God, dog, that's a flying knee. Yeah. That is fantastic. It's a great video, though. In some Levi's? <laughs> Similar thing. Uh, UFC was opening a gym in Hawaii, so they sent me, and I forget who else, Anthony Pettis, uh, ben, Benson Henderson. They sent us to Hawaii, and, of course, BJ's on the island. He has ownership in the gym. So all did press together. And he was the nicest dude, man. Yeah, he was great. And I was coming off a loss. And there was another UFC legend on the bus. And CT clearly sat in with this guy because he kept telling us the same story over and over. Yeah. And we, like me and BJ would look at each other. I'm like, 
did he not just tell that fucking story? BJ's like, yeah, he did. And so he gets off the bus, and you know, I just lost a fight, and BJ goes, hey, man, if you don't start moving your head, you're going to end up like that. I was like, yeah, you ain't lying, man. But he's great. My first day smart, I got the shit kicked. Boom, crack rib. Boom, 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 boom. By what who? The, By who? I don't know, some kid. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, but we kept going. I, I never once said, what the fuck am I doing here? I think yeah. well, I'm at home. I feel it. This is where I belong. Yeah. Never uh, once during training camp, like, man, why am I doing this? No, I said, this is where I belong. Oh, wow. So that's how you know oh, you're meant this, to do it. Once he started bashing me, and I never said, what the fuck? I said, this is where I belong. I felt this is just where I belong. That young kid went back home and was like, man, I just beat the shit out of Mike Tyson. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Man, he deserved to say that. Shit, he cracked <laughs> my ribs. Fucked my motherfucking ass. <laughs> What's oh, wrong with that shit? kid? It's disrespectful, man. Oh, shit. That's how you say grace in the 21st century. How do we do it, dude? You take a picture with your Instagram? That's the new grace. That's the new grace. No one prays anymore. You just snap it. That's fair. You know, we are out here. Showtime with my new best friend. Hey. Hey. Let's go. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. My mind tells me I'm a bitch. If you think you're a fly and you walk around a bad man in plant, why don't you fight that motherfucker? Well, why don't you just go right there and spit in his face? That guy right there. That's my mind. Fucks with me, nigga. Wow. Whoa! You still got fire, man. Whoa! And I'm saying, why are you fucking with me? Leave me alone. I don't want to fuck with these people. Yeah. It just tells me, man. I know it don't sound right. Don't read too much of what these trolls say in the comments, because I've met them. I've met them in real life. I've, I've flamed probably two in my life. And literally, this one guy, oh, fucking guy, UFC Adelaide. I was so nice to him. I met him in the lobby at the fighter hotel because my boy Kai fought. I talked to his parents. You know, and he looks like the typical troll, wearing all black, short sleeves. That is fuck. Standard. That is fuck. It's like a uniform. <laughs> and then I see him online like three weeks later talking shit about me because someone <sighs> tagged me in something and I was just kind of strong. I was like, what the fuck, this kid, I was nice to you. I was cool with you. And he's like, yeah, ever since Izzy, you know, got the interim bill, he thinks he's the real champ. He's not humble, this and that. And I see him at the last fight. He always comes to the fighter hotel. Weird. And he's, yeah, very weird. He's like, Hey, Izzy. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker. And I went to the Wayans. I came back from the Wayans. And he tried to approach me. I was like, hold up. I was nice to you. I fucking gave you the time of day. And you talk shit about me. He's like, I know. Oh, I know. wow. And I blocked him. And I fucking flamed his eyes. I was like, look at you. I could fucking roast you like a rotisserie chicken right now. Too I easy. let him know. It's too easy. I just, and then afterwards, he's like, are we still boys? I was like, fuck no. Are we still? Are you at your goddamn mind? I know, right? No, but bitch. Brain trauma. CT. We see it all over. You see it in the headlines. Does that bother you? Does it worry you? It has to bother your family, your wife. Um, you know, I, I think about it more now than ever. Uh, probably in the last, like, three, four years when it started coming to light, too. Um, it, you know, it's just part of the game. At this point, it's, it's too late for me. I, I, yeah, I, well, you, there's no going back. It's too late well, for me. You those know, great fight, vineyard fights ain't helping anybody uh, out. No concussion in those fights. <laughs> who told you no, that? I went got scanned. Frankie. I went got scanned. No By concussion. By who? The I UFC went, doctor? Yeah, no, no, I'll no, see no. you my doctor. No, I, <laughs> no concussions in those fights. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you, right. This you. is the problem. <laughs> you might have CT if you don't think you got brain trauma with those fights. Five on five bare knuckle cage fight. And it got crazy bad, so I'll show you this. There's a few little angles here. 1.5 million views. Did someone get knocked down and others just jump them? Yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. God, imagine going there with your boys, man. So you knock out one, and then whoever gets knocked out, what'd you say? Check out the guy. Well, I'll play it. Which one? Hold on. I'll play a different clip, and you'll see how this guy gets just jacked up. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, so he's out. Okay, break that up. And then he moves on to another guy. Yeah. But yeah, he just keeps hitting his head. And the if you're on a team, like, first dude to get knocked out, you really fucked over the other guys because <laughs> somebody's getting fucked up because yeah. that guy's coming over. Thank God Dan Mergulato wasn't the ref. This new wrestler was trying to fight. And uh, he was going hard. And everyone was like, God, someone needs to tell that kid to fucking tone it down because he's like throwing for blood. And uh, we toss him in there with Dwayne Ludwig, and everybody stops what they're doing to watch Dwayne and his kid spar. And the Dwayne had headgear on this kid. Uh, we go, hey, man, you should probably use headgear. Dwayne's a killer, man. Like, he's, you know, world champion kickboxer. You don't want to go in there without headgear. And he goes, ah, he's not going to do shit. Cool story, dude. So he goes in there, and again, he's going hard as fuck. 
Well, uh, Dwayne, uh, when he shot in for a shot, and most guys have knee pads on, but Dwayne didn't wear knee pads that day, he threw a knee when this kid shot in and caved in his fucking forehead. And I don't think the kid ever, ever competed again. Ambulance called, got him out there on a stretcher. I mean, that, that was, and I was like, yeah, yeah, man, that's how it goes. Mm. It was just some meathead shit, dude. Can you kick it? Yes, I can. Oh! All right, thank you, sir. I just, I don't get what questions you're going to have. Hey, we're, uh, we're just about ready for you. Just hang tight. Is Brendan Chobb an artist? You tell me. Look closely at the perfect poses of Instagram's biggest stars, and you'll see the fingerprints of a virtuoso carefully choreographing each and every look. I know we're sort of springing this on you, but it's rare we get a chance. Do you think you could show us what you showed some of that? You guys really pushed me to my limit. But I'll do it. Here's the Connor. He's a flesh sculptor. It's the best way I can say it. He sculpts living flesh. The second I met Brendan, it changed for me. The man behind Instagram's most groundbreaking poses, Brendan Schaub. Connor, uh, he seeks perfection. He reached out to me. He didn't know what to do with his hands, and I said, take your left hand, cross it over the right. In most cases, people say, if you cross your arms around your genitals, you're covering the goods. And I say, you're bringing attention to the goods. I don't give a lot of people access to this, but uh, these are a few of my clients that I've worked with. Floyd, used to be money, 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 dollars, private jet. I thought, do me a favor. Look at that window, Floyd. Look out that window. Deontay Wilder, he's always sleeping, getting rest, getting rest. Is he? No. He's wide awake. Brendan Schaub's first steps into the world of signature posing were like a toddler's, clumsy. Critics were mixed on his series, Famous People Winking at Camera. Creative differences nearly derailed his Fighters Giving Thumbs Up exhibition. I've never advised the double thumbs ever. No double thumbs. Brendan's ill-fated collaboration with Eli Manning, Eli Face, led to some serious soul searching. Instagram's my canvas. People just put gum all over it. Cue some much-needed magic. Brendan showed the king a way to stand that looked totally casual, despite not being so at all. That raised knee changed everything. What if you raised one leg? What if you put one leg up? Details, details, details. The LeBron. The Cardi B. Money Mayweather. Fighting, blah. Podcasting, blah. Comedy, blah. I make photos. I make life. I was four, and my mom brought us in for glamour shots. I said, wait, you're doing it wrong. No, no, no. And my mother looked at me and went, oh my God. Here we are. Brendan made me feel like it was okay to be me on social media that is just an extension of myself all i had were drawings i had a few drawings of myself that had been done and i had one paper mache bust and then i met brendan and the rest is photographic history i have never had anybody do to me what this person did in a photo shoot i put a picture out there that he had uh, orchestrated and People called me and asked me, like, did I get any work done on my face because I look so young and amazing? <laughs> I said, no. And they said, well, what did you do? And I said, I met Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub taught me the important role that gray light plays in taking the perfect selfie. Now I live on a container ship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Even in a sea of critical acclaim, Brendan looks back on one work and still feels adrift. You have a relationship with Dwayne Johnson. Tell us about your work with him. Uh, 
Every Christmas I get a card from Dwayne with that picture. And below the picture it says, you've made me what I am. You, you've made me what I am. There's a small piece of me in that fanny pack, locked away, zipped up. It's a lot of pressure. Just getting too comfortable with greatness. It's my biggest fear. That's it, kids. That's the whole kind of smorgasbord of uh, Below the Belt. My time with Showtime. You got food trucks. You got the original Below the Belt. And we did in Playa Vista, the TV show. You got it all on there. Hopefully you enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. Hopefully I gave you a little glimpse of how much fun I had working for Showtime. Can't thank them enough. Again, if you're listening to the show, nothing changes for you. I own the RSS feed, so just the logo will change. But if you're watching this right now on YouTube, don't unsubscribe to Below the Belt. Just subscribe to Thick Boy. That's thick with three C's. Anything else ain't me. It's T-H-I-C-C-C, boy. Three C's, son. And we'll have weekly content for you. The shop show is on there. Food trucks on there. Calabasas Fight Campaign. The weekly Thick Life Vlogs is on there. We'll have a bunch of new content on there as well. And then the Supercast, we can get every show I do. Uh, premium content, every show I do, ad-free video, audio, bonus podcasts, bonus uh, companions, classic companions. We're going to watch Conor McGregor fights, Francis fights, Chuck Liddell fights, Ronda Rousey fights, Derek Lewis fights. Send us who you want us to break down for those special Calabasas classic fight companions. We'll have the shop minute on there. We have a bunch of new content. It's only up from here, y'all. So make sure you subscribe to the Thick Boy YouTube channel, Thick with three C's. And that's it, man. Uh, housekeeping notes for you. I am back on the road this week, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Bring in 2022 with your boy. Bring it in with the Thick Crew. We're in Dania, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The whole crew is out there. It's going to be a grand old time. It's me and some special guests in Dania, Florida. Florida, come on out. And then we're back at the Improv, Shab and Friends. We have a very special guest that night. It's Shab and Friends at the Hollywood Improv. One show, one night only, 8 p.m. Last time we sold out in under an hour. So if you're listening to this right now, get your tickets right now. Don't complain. Um, it's January 5th. It's a Wednesday night at 8 p.m. at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles, California. It's Shab and Friends. We have a very special guest that night. And then Rally, North Carolina is January 6th through the 8th. That show is almost sold out. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Raleigh, North Carolina. So get your tickets at FATKZ.com. We have a special Thick Boy merch drop happening very soon as well. So stay tuned. Follow me on social media for all those announcements. Again, love you guys. I will see you at ThickBoy.com. I will see you at Thick Boy YouTube. I can't thank you guys enough for all the content that you guys listen to and watch and all that stuff. I'm able to do this job because of you guys. And a special shout out to Showtime. Thank you guys so much for believing in your boy and giving me a chance to run with these wild dreams and also allow me for do this and create my own uh, network at Thick Boy. And uh, Brian Daly, I love you. Know that. Lewis, love you. Espinoza, Nevins, thank you guys. The whole team back in New York, the team here in L.A. and Santa Monica. Love you guys. You know this. Thank you for working your ass off for me for so many years. And uh, this isn't goodbye. This is see you around. And that's it. Love you guys. Till next time. Be safe, stay thick, I'm out.